0: Hello everyone, and welcome to—I guess I'll say it now—our E3 special. Yes. Well, we've got some other stuff to talk about before we get to that. Mm-hmm. But you've got me, Zinger.
1: And I'm of course Ellie.
0: So we'll we'll get to our E3 coverage. We you know have breakdowns of all the all three of the major major companies, and then some gaming stuff afterwards too. That's just kind of like a
1: overall over thoughts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, something something along those lines. But yes. before we get to that, we do have a few tiny pieces of news. We we didn't want to make this too news-heavy because...
1: It's already so long. <laughs> yes, this is going to be a
0: long episode. And if you're a gamer, I know this has been a long time coming for you guys. Let's get into a few news topics real quick. Okay. Uh, I think we're going to start with the Jurassic World.
1: Jurassic World dose?
0: Well, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. With the little tagline of "Life finds a way."
1: Oh, good, good, good impression.
0: I know. I it's it's <laughs> one of those. If I don't think about it, I think I do better with a um with an impression <laughs> of uh, Jeff, Malcolm. Yeah,
1: Jeff Goldblum.
0: Yeah. Um. But what do you think of this title? I mean, it's they they they've released a few little tidbits here and there, but I I mean I'm excited for it.
1: Oh, I mean, I'm very excited. I mean, it's it's not going to be reinventing anything. It's it's another Jurassic Park movie, but it's it's still going to well, be fun.
0: The rumor is they might be going back to the site B or mm. the 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 site from Lost World, Isla Nublar. Gotcha. Nublar. Sorry, I'm I'm trying to remember the pronunciation because there's Isla Sorna and Isla Nublar. and I think it's the second one. But anyway, so there, there's there, there's that got released. I know that there's other news, but mm-hmm. we got a Star Wars topic to talk about real quick. Han Solo movie. Yeah. Two directors, uh, Miller and Lord, no longer directing it.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: Basically fired on the spot.
1: Man, ax in the
0: or Or let go on the spot. Mm. Now...
1: Creative differences.
0: That is what was said. (laughs) Yes, and it's funny because I'm like I don't even I don't even know if you've looked up stuff on this. I have not. So that is funny. That is the exact reason.
1: Yeah. Now, well, that you know, when you started telling me about it, I figured that's what was going to be the, the quote unquote.
0: Well, I'm gonna give a quick rundown because I've got something to say about another way you can get a little bit more information on this mm-hmm. so apparently this information has come out kind of a little bit afterwards they're very notorious for just kind of riffing they they they, they kind of have a script a course which apparently was very well well written the hansello script is very well penned a lot of people commended you know that that got a chance to read it said it was very well done they really liked it
1: okay
0: well they like to when they're You know, when they're doing their filming and everything, they like to just improv some stuff, like let the actors do improv and just kind of just riff on stuff, which works for stuff like 21 Jump Street, but doesn't work, in my opinion, for Han Solo.
1: Right, correct.
0: And that's where I think there's the problem.
1: Yeah, com- com- comedies you can do that with. Definitely.
0: Well, apparently, this is, this is just like, like I said. I I have no insider information on this, but what I heard is, uh, someone was comparing the performance of Han Solo to Ace Ventura.
1: Oh, yeah, that would not be received. And that they very were well. getting
0: very meta with the with a lot of the stuff too, where they were like self referencing the fact that it was a movie and stuff like that.
1: Oh yeah. Which
0: doesn't really work for Star Wars. Uh-huh. I mean this that's that's if this is true, but this all came out a little bit later on. If, um
1: if that is true, mm-hmm. I, I would have hated it.
0: Well, but I, for
1: this movie for this, uh,
0: yeah, yes. I mean, if if it was the spaceballs sequel, then right. yes, you 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 do that, but it's different, yeah, but Ron Howard's now in charge. So what do you think of that?
1: I think Ron Howard is a fine director,
0: I think he tells a very person personable story, like definitely more people more down to earth mm-hmm. or down to planet, I guess since we're talking about <laughs> Star Wars here, but right. I think he'll do a good job of telling a human story about Han Solo. Right. So, we'll, we'll see what happens. I well, mean, the and movie being wo-
1: this is a movie based off of a character, then yeah. that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So,
0: it, it will explain why he would shoot somebody first. <laughs> oh yeah, gosh. I said Here it. You I said it. Again. I said it. I cannot wait for our new hope discussion. But if you want more discussions about the Star Wars and actually this exact event, I have an announcement to make. Should should I I do it now or at the end of the podcast?
1: Oh, well, now. You're talking about it now.
0: All right, fine. I will do it now. I actually have become a host of another podcast. Nothing's going to happen to this one. Zygness is still what I do, but I was asked to be a host on another podcast which discusses Star Wars. And that podcast is the Star Wars Junk Podcast. And my first episode I got to be on came out last week, and it was discussing all of these events around the the Han Solo movie and everything with it. Now, I will point out this was before a lot of the information became available, and it was right before they announced Ron Howard, even though we do discuss him. Because he was one that was mentioned. So definitely go check out that podcast. I am a regular on there now, so if you want more of my Star Wars discussions... Go over and check that out. It's it's a great group of guys and everything, and I have I've, I've had a lot of fun on a few records I've already done with them. So, so definitely check that out. But like I said, yeah, Star Wars content will still be available on here. You'll still have me and Ellie discussing stuff, and we got some stuff coming up since we're finally into the original trilogy. And trust me, New Hope's going to be fun, people. It's going to be a lot of fun because we not only are going to be discussing that movie but the fact of the special editions because this is the first time we get to tackle the special editions versus original issue so be prepared it will be a fun one but 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 we've got stuff to talk about ellie you you've you've let me go on for way too long
1: i did i'm sorry
0: so what what, what, what do we got to get into now
1: well um we're going to be breaking down the e-theory coverage mm-hmm. um and and we're going to do it um by nintendo mm-hmm. then xbox then Sony and then we're going to wrap it up with um, you know we may mention some games again briefly that we talked about in the individual consoles yeah but just just overall of just the show in general and some last thoughts and final thoughts that kind of thing
2: let's go to
0: break and when we come back it's it's time to discuss Nintendo
1: with Eric yeah
2: hi there this is Brett Stewart from Geek Cinema Society Are you a film lover? Do you consider yourself a connoisseur of the silver screen? Well, Geek Cinema Society is a weekly roundtable program where each episode we touch on a film considered pivotal to geek culture. From Blade Runner to The Goonies to Mad Max, we dig into it all. Plus, our guest each week hasn't seen that week's film until the episode. Join me and my co-hosts, Nicole Davis and David Luzader, on a spectacularly fun journey that hits your podcast feed every Sunday. Available on Blazing Caribou Studios.
0: Hello and welcome back to Zingness, our E3 coverage episode. You got me zinger and of course me ellie and our special guest our nintendo expert
3: eric me eric yay i'm back <laughs> Woo! by popular demand yes sure <laughs> <laughs> something like that's what i tell myself awesome um no we we brought eric back
0: on he um was on our previous episode we discussed the nintendo switch mm-hmm. i guess before we start talking about e3 i just want to take a minute what do you think of the Switch? I mean, you, you've had a few months with it. Is it still got, got got all that you know first day allure to it still?
3: Absolutely. Um, I have had, obviously, when I was on, I'd only been on for a few days. I'd been out for a week at that point, and now I've had three months. I've loved it. It's been great. I took a 12-hour, well, 12-hour one-way trip, 12 hours back uh, road trip, and it was awesome. I got to really experience the portability of it. And it was fun playing in a car, hooked up the aux cable, and my friend drove, and we heard the sounds of Hyrule and <laughs> uh, dying minions throughout the car. It was awesome. And,
1: How long did the battery last?
3: Um, honestly, like I've, I played for a good couple hours, and I still had a, probably a third of the battery left. Okay. So, And I, okay. I, I cut some of the settings down, but I mean, mm-hmm. it lasted well, and at that point, we were ready for a, a stretch break, so cool. that, was, that was good. And he and my friend got the... Uh, the car adapter, the cigarette lighter nice. adapter. So, so at that point, we could just plug it just in keep and keep, on, it, keep on going. And then I, sw- <laughs> and then we switched. I got off, he got on his Switch, and we uh, went from there.
4: Awesome. awesome.
0: Awesome. Well, that's great to hear and everything. But the reason we brought you on today is you've watched, well, we all have watched Nintendo's yes. E3 coverage. And we are also got some other stuff, too, that, that they've released recently. So we want you to give us the rundown
3: of what you saw at E3 from Nintendo and what you're excited about so we can discuss it. Great uh nintendo really before their conference even started had some had great coverage already you got to see fifa uh i'm not a big sports game fan but it looks cool and i'm happy that because i think sports games are a a huge part of any system Mm -hmm. but wii u had like none so i'm glad to already see a big one coming uh like fifa we got they made an appearance at microsoft's uh um conference because they talked about minecraft getting the cross system play with the switch and the ipad and uh, steam as well as xbox one which is awesome uh then we got to see uh bethesda we got to see the 500th version of uh, skyrim uh this one being for the switch which is great i never got to play skyrim so i'm actually really excited to uh give it a try for the switch and, and doesn't it
1: have the, the it has, zelda it
3: does you can yes. scan the amiibo yes. and you can okay. dress as link going yes. on skyrim it's, i know it's that some cool. of the mods had that but with it actually designed for the game yeah. i'm sure yeah. it would work a lot better yeah I'm, I'm excited to give that a give that a go and then uh at ubisoft we got to see the worst kept secret in video games in the in the past year or so and that was the <laughs> Rabbids mario crossover which i'm actually really really excited for I know a lot of people were skeptical. I kept. I went in with an open mind. I'm not a huge Rabbids fan, but I'm a huge Mario fan.
1: So, can you explain the gameplay for that one a little bit?
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's this mixture of Mario meets Rabbids meets XCOM. It's a strategy <laughs> nice. RPG, and you take cover. And but then it's cool because you can kind of team up and do attacks. So like Mario can launch other characters, uh, and then Mario has a Mega Man style gun. It's weird, okay. and in the I mean that in the best way possible. And it looks gorgeous. Like, it okay. looks absolutely gorgeous like i i'm very very i did so that afternoon it was up for pre-order and i pre-ordered <laughs> it. So, <laughs>
1: you're like take my and money i was
3: like please and it comes out in two months it comes out as of as of this recording it comes out about two months from now so okay oh uh, awesome it's a, a very quick turnaround which i'm which i'm happy for uh and this was all leading up to the conference so and, so yeah. wait was there any pokemon news uh yes that's right the week before uh well before the conference. We got Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, and I loved mm-hmm. uh, Sun. I thought it was an awesome game. Uh, Gen 2 is coming to the virtual console for the 3DS, and then Pokin is coming to the Switch, Pokin Tournament. And uh, a lot of people kind of suspected it was coming, uh, but that was official confirmation.
0: Awesome, awesome. That was prior to. Now, now we move into E3 now, so the announcements that came out of E3. If yes. you want to like, just, just start us off with... I don't know. Do you want to start with what you were most excited about or build up to that? Okay. We'll, we'll build up to it. Build it up. It, all, all right, cool, there. cool.
3: Well, you know, everyone was – we found out a few days before the, their presentation, their digital presentation, was only 25 minutes. And everyone right. was kind of worried about that. Uh, Justin, you and I actually talked about that. There was mm-hmm. some concern that people were going to be like, they're not going to show off much. They showed off a lot of stuff in 25 minutes. We uh, yeah. we got their sizzle reel that yeah. started off, and we got to see some stuff, including – that was our first glimpse and confirmation that – um, Rocket League was coming to the switch. Yes, One game that I was really looking forward to and hoping would come a lot of people as I really highly requested a game. And that was like, Oh my gosh, it's, it's coming. Mm-hmm. I occasionally attempt to play Rocket League. <laughs> Keyword <laughs> attempt. <Yes. laughs> it looks like the kind of game I'm going to love to hate and hate to love. Um, it, it, it and I'm is. really good at observing. <laughs> yes. So, so either way, I know I'll be picking it up. I will probably get my butt handed to me, but I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, so that was that. And then Reggie Fizami, is the president of Nintendo of America, yeah. came on. Mm-hmm. And Reggie's the man. And he got us going. We got to see Xeno played, uh Chronicles 2.
1: I'm excited.
3: Yeah. it's. Did you play the first one, Ellie?
1: I did. Not much, but I did yeah, play it.
3: I got the first one. I, it came out here in the U.S. in like 2012. Mm-hmm. And it was going through a weird, like, stuff was going on. It was, my life was really busy at that point. I didn't have time for video games. So I, like, started it. Got an hour or so in. I was like, I'll get back to it. Never did. Um, and then Xenoblade Chronicles X came out on the Wii U. Wasn't a big fan of it. Wasn't my cup of tea. But this looks really cool. It looks like it's its own kind of game. It has a really cool anime-looking style, too, mm-hmm. which I like. And That's uh, what
1: drew me in. Yeah. yeah.
3: And Yasunori Mitsuda, who is uh, the video game composer behind a lot of games, including my favorite one of all time, Chrono Triggers, doing the soundtrack. Yeah. So I'm very excited uh, about this. So I, it's one I'll definitely be picking up. Um, then we moved along. We got to see... Um, Kirby. We got to see Kirby. Yes. I love Kirby.
1: Kirby's so cute. He
3: is cute. And I mean,
1: there's a new Yoshi game, too.
3: Yeah. The Kirby and Yoshi games are two, because yep. Nintendo said they were going to mainly focus on 2017, but mm-hmm. those are two 2018 titles. Right. They, they are uh, 18. Yep. They focused on um, Kirby. Looks cool. It looks like it has a cool, like, either multiplayer mechanic or you can, like, team up and make enemies your uh, NPC companions, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Hmm. Um,. They showed off, um, but yeah, then they showed off Yoshi, which kind of got overshadowed because just before Yoshi got revealed, um, that was when we got the teaser of the confirmation that they were making Metroid Prime 4. Right. Yes, which I know a lot of people have been excited yes. about.
0: And, it's, and there, there, there were two
3: announcements yes, for, for Metroid. There but, were. But, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll focus on the um, four first. It, it's been 10 years since Metroid Prime 3 and mm-hmm. 7 since Other M. So that was the last game, a Metroid yeah. game that came out. So, a lot of people were excited, and I was really excited. And if you look at the reaction videos um, online, people were flipping out. And I just think everyone was very excited that we got confirmation that um, there's another Metroid Prime game coming. Um, But an interesting note on that, uh, Retro Studios made the first three, and Nintendo has said they're not working on this one. They haven't revealed yet, so A, we want to know who's working on it, and B, What's Retro working on? They haven't had anything since Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze on the Wii U, and that's been that's been a while. That was a yeah. few years yeah, ago. That... So it was at least mm. three, two or three years ago. So, yeah. So, but anyway, very exciting news. But yes, Yoshi came after that using the Unreal Four engine. It looks <laughs> gorgeous. It really, really, and it shows like the it's graphically. I some some uh, not Nintendo fans. I know saw that trailer and kind of were like, I can't wait to play this game. So. uh should be good then we got to see rocket league yeah which was awesome and then that was the second uh game we got during the show uh all of e three in general talking about cross play uh cross network compatibility with the steam and xbox one versions. so yeah that's gonna be cool and then this all led into um super mario odyssey
1: well i'm gonna stop you first okay um, in, unless you're, is there another game you're talking about after that?
3: Yes. Yes, there is.
1: Okay. Well, then maybe, well, maybe
3: there it. might be two because I realized I skipped over Fire Emblem Warriors. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is.
1: I was over yes. here like. I
3: was sitting there you. right as soon as you said that. I said, you know what I forgot to talk about? <laughs> Fire Emblem Warriors. Yes. Yes. That looks really cool too. Oh
1: my gosh. So I love Fire Emblem and I usually get most of them on the the handhelds. Mm um because they're amazing even on yeah. the handhelds um super excited to to see this one for the switch um and it's kind of neat because they're typically strategy type games but this is more of an action role playing sure um and they're introducing new characters uh so that's exciting yeah. too so i'm i'm really really looking forward to this one
3: yeah it should be really cool um i i like the Fire Emblem games but mm-hmm. i'm terrible at them i <laughs> i feel like every time i go in it's like i do the first couple of tutorial levels then I get to like the third or fourth well, one maybe it's like, this
1: will be easier because it's exactly more of a, i was gonna say this yeah. is
3: this is more along like the warriors uh titles from koei tecmo right so uh but yeah no i always like the Fire Emblem characters in smash mm-hmm. brothers so that's why, that's where my love for uh, Fire Emblem uh, goes, but no, I, yes, I, I'm glad you caught me on that, because I was sitting there going, I forgot
1: something. Yeah, so I, I was, I was over something. here, like, twitching, I was like,
3: <laughs> you better talk
1: about it, Fire Emblem. And yes,
3: yes, so I apologize for that, yes, that looks really great. Yes. Um, but yes, then we got the end, you see yes. the grass, you see the shaking, and <laughs> my, myself, I thought, everyone online on the reaction videos thought, it. see this, thing looks like a dinosaur but everyone's like monster hunter and then it's like no that's just t-rex then it zooms in you see that mario hat and you're like (laughs) oh my gosh this this is mario odyssey right and then you it's going along you've got this jazzy big band song which is awesome i love it it's like i'm just sitting there i get chills and then you see the whole thing where Mario throws his hat and he goes into that frog and it's like it's no, so
1: crazy. No, yes. and then you
3: could like and then you're like, oh my gosh, you and can possess anything.
1: When he's like the little fish yeah. from underwater um, levels and stuff, I I was dying. And
3: then you realize that big T Rex is Mario. <laughs> you can be the T Rex, <laughs> but then honestly, the thing that they're the the last two things in the trailer. I freaked out on a that was Pauline from Donkey Kong singing. Yeah, you that's pointed her, that out. That's Maybe. her. We watching that's her. Uh, you know, snapping her fingers and everything. But it's sort of like that is her singing. I I think is what it's alluding to, and it comes out October 27th. That's crazy. N- Nintendo usually has the big game or two yeah. come out the Friday before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone was expecting. I think it's the 17th this year. Everyone was expecting that, and then when the uh, October 27th popped up, I was like, Oh my gosh.
1: Well, and, and, you know, that's smart because you're not at at that time in November and everything is when everybody's buying games and you're kind of, um, you know, hurting each other when you're all at the same time. So it's smart to release something a little bit earlier and opening
0: up the sales window too to have it be from October to then to get it kind of an early and, you know, have that sale through that whole time to hopefully keep it in stock too, Mm because if you have it November, that time you you lessen your. I mean, yeah, you're going to still sell a ton, but right. you could possibly sell more sure. by opening up that window Correct. a tiny bit more. Absolutely, yeah, so but, it is smart. But there could be something else announced still too. Exactly, that's, that's
3: that's the other thing I think you're 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 alluding to with that date. And we don't have firm release dates for Fire Emblem or uh, Xenoblade Two, so I'm thinking one of those. Could be. I I believe Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Those will probably come out that weekend, at least on the 3D. Yeah, I, I I can see that being um, a perfect so time. I could see one of those coming out then mm-hmm. as well. So uh, I see one one coming then, one coming into like early December. And
1: so. and and talking about Odyssey still. Um I love the 2D switch. Yeah. Like when it, you can go in the little tunnel and then it's 2D. 2D It looks so much fun. It is so cool. It's just like Link Between
3: Worlds. Yeah,
0: I was about to say, when Ellie saw that, I'm like, they're they're taking that, um, that Aesthetic from another game from Nintendo. that's from the link, the link between worlds. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I love it. Absolutely. But
0: now it. you're getting on the big screen and small screen. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, or both. You can switch or, back and yeah, forth. Yeah, hey, That's both. the name of the system.
3: <laughs> there you but go. But then after that, they really they focused solely on the Switch in that 25 minutes. Then they immediately went into their treehouse um, mm-hmm. coverage, and they were like in the next hour, like right as soon as that ended, uh, I think it was Reggie or Bill Trennan who were, uh, is, uh, works for Nintendo of America was like. You're going to want to watch this next hour. Uh, so I, I, I'd gone home from work to eat lunch and watch this. And then it was election day. So I went to go vote. And I was like, I want to go vote. And I got to get back to work. So I want to keep watching this. Well, I seriously, I walk in the building. I sit at my desk. I open it up. And I hear Reggie go, hey, we've got a new trailer. And there we see the Metroid 3DS game, Samus' yes. Return. And I was like, I got back here. In the perfect <laughs> time, like no joke, it was like the act of me sitting down and getting at my desk caused this trailer to play, and it looks awesome. Uh, it's a remake of the second Metroid game uh, that came out on the Game Boy back in like 89 or 90, I think, so... Um, in
0: times long past. <laughs> yes.
3: Yes. Uh, so, I'm super excited. So, we went from having no Metroids to two Metroids uh, announced Crazy. within an hour of each other, so... That's nice.
0: awesome. Um, there was another announcement that, that we kind of mentioned because we were discussing Oh, my stuff. gosh. I skipped over that one, too.
3: You yeah. My Pokemon? Oh, no. Well, <laughs> the yeah.
1: RPG that's, like, yes, being we, developed. Because
3: we got in the, the, the week before, they had the little mini-direct talking mm-hmm. about stuff. And uh, they had a little segment in there saying, you know, hey, this is coming out, the... Um, uh, Poking Tournament's coming to the Switch. Also, just want to let y'all know, we're working on a core Pokemon RPG for the Switch. Can I tell that you how
1: excited I would be yes, to play that? I'm oh super excited. I
3: mean, for years, people have wanted yes. a console one, but they've mm-hmm. kind of said it's more suited to handhelds. Well, hey, we have a two-in-one system. So, mm-hmm. um, And actually, just this afternoon, um, there was an interview where Nintendo-based, I mean, video game release dates changed but, peop- right. changed, but people were thinking this probably wouldn't be until 2019, both that and Metroid are they're saying are gonna come out in 2018. That'd so be great. I'm guessing probably a little over a year from now we'll have those two games coming out. Which that is
1: would amazing. be just fine with
3: me. Yep.
0: <laughs> actually the thing I was mentioning was the Xenoverse. Dragon Ball oh, Z yes. Xenoverse.
3: Yes, absolutely.
0: Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm trying to shoehorn your, your next appearance on here when we whenever <laughs> yeah, we finally yes, talk yes, about the, Dragon uh, Ball. Uh, Dragon
3: oh jeez. And I actually have a story about that too. Oh really? So the uh, the Dragon Ball. Well, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, Two. Mm-hmm. got has been announced for the Switch, but then at E3 they revealed the Dragon Ball Z fighting game, the 2D yes. one, which looks yes. like you're playing the show. It looks amazing. Yes, it
0: looks really good. I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm sure that we will... I'll talk more fully about that
3: in another segment, but yes, <laughs> or maybe
0: right now. Who knows? Let's, and, let's
3: see what happens. And, um... It, there's, a t- there's a tweet campaign going on right now because they, they have said it can run on the Switch. They said the gra- – because okay. some people were like maybe all the processing to make it look like a cartoon is a little too much for the Switch. But they said that's not an issue. We could totally get it running. So this campaign's going on in Chris Sabat, who is the voice of Vegeta. And Piccolo. And Piccolo and a couple others. Yeah. But yes, the two biggest ones he do- that he does on that show – he retweeted saying as a bona fide switch fan you have it from the prince of all Saiyans himself i want this on the switch so. oh <laughs> nice so, if vegeta wants a game on the switch we got to get it on the switch so awesome
0: awesome well i, I just want to mention I know that was when we were kind of discussing off mic yeah. and everything and i and like, like i said you're a big dragon ball z fan i am I and am. I, I am as well i don't know if i've actually ever pointed that out on the podcast yet i but
1: don't think so
0: but there, but there you go. I, I am a fan of the, of the yeah, Dragon Ball he, Z. Yeah, he
1: is an extreme fan, yes.
0: So 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 there's that. So, I mean, if we ever get a Dragon Ball Z episode under our wing, we'll definitely have to have you back Absolutely, on for that. But, be great. Um, but I guess let's go to, I mean, we, we've we talked about everything Nintendo's done. Um, everyone's, I guess, final thoughts on Nintendo's press conference. What what, what do you guys each think? I guess we're going to go around.
1: Well, we'll have him close. Yeah. Because he, you know, actually has a Switch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, not being a Switch owner, I I, I was telling um, him earlier that um, you know I actually have a, a really good handful of games that I would actually want to get, and it makes me want to get the system. So that makes me excited. Um, I was really impressed and very happy overall with what they had to release. Um, not only the stuff that's in the near future but the stuff coming out, you know. So it, it gets me excited about right now and I would have stuff to look forward to as well. So I overall I was extremely happy with it.
0: I was really impressed personally with Mario Odyssey. Um I thought that looked really good. It's definitely I it's a departure but yet more of the same if if that makes any sense it's got elements of galaxy in there it's got elements of other nintendo games Mm -hmm. so i think it's a cool building of the world of mario some more and kind of going back to maybe some roots but also expanding its its world more um another thing i thought that was interesting was um we, we didn't mention this In the discussion, but they did announce expansions for the Zelda game, which I know a lot of people have put plenty of hours into. Yeah, so expanding that, myself included. Yeah, which so expanding that's definitely a great thing. Nintendo needs to definitely continue expand expansions. I think are something great to do to games and Mm -hmm. gives them more playability, especially. And I like to even say this. If you have to put 100 hours into a game and they put a and they put an expansion on that, I'd like that more than if they put an expansion on like a 10-hour game. Like it feels like it adds so much more because then you play the game more and you might discover stuff in the initial core game that you didn't even notice right. once the expansion's out. So that's just something I wanted to say, you know, Nintendo definitely keep up on, you know, getting these game worlds bigger and bigger and expanding on them. So, like I said, I was impressed with with their thing, and I'm excited for Mario Odyssey as well as a few other things. And I'm kind of anticipating this might not be the biggest announcement to come from them this year. So we'll we'll see what happens.
3: Yeah, no, I, they're like I said, they condensed so much in 25 minutes. I forgot, I forgot about uh, Fire Emblem, and I forgot about the uh, the Zelda expansion. As someone who, I mean, I think I'm at the 150, 160 hour mark on Breath of the Wild. And I still have...
0: So just starting.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still have 20 right. shrines to go. I still have like 700 and some Korok seeds to go. Um, I There are parts of the map I know I've never touched. Um, I'm very excited for that. And we we knew it was coming, but we got some real solid details. Plus, the four guardians, we they have Amiibo coming, which are amazing. And I'm going to have to buy them. But going to the overall <laughs> thing, uh, going to back to buying things... My wallet has been weeping ever since last week when we saw that because I'm like, I want that, I want that, I want that. I want everything. Um, I thought they had a fantastic showing. They could have left it at that 25-minute thing, and I would have been like, okay, you got me, but then they went on with the Metroid announcement, and of course, and I forgot about this too—the uh, the remake of Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Oh yeah. yeah, Game Boy Advance, awesome yeah. Game Boy Advance RPG, getting a getting a, a new facelift, and has a whole like brand new game in it where you play as Bowser's minions, which is cool. Oh yeah, so much stuff coming this way this year, and uh, going into next year, there's a lot to be excited for. Uh, you know, people have Switches and 3DSs, you've got a lot coming your way. People who are on the fence, you're gonna have a lot. Uh, of stuff in the next, just between now and the end of the year to look forward to, and i I kind of agree with you, Justin. Uh, I think that they have more Nintendo's one to really keep their cards close to the chest. Mm-hmm. Um, they will not announce something like I was surprised we got the n- the Metroid 4 prime four and yeah. Pokemon thing. I really think I think by the end of the year we could get a few more pretty big I, announcements mm-hmm. i don't
0: I don't want to theorize because I mean Nintendo is left field. Yeah, they, when it comes absolutely. to stuff, sometimes so I don't want to theorize on anything, right. but yeah, I, I don't think this is the last we've heard from Nintendo this year with with game the world of gaming
3: shattering announcements. And the, possibly. Right. the good thing is, Nintendo regularly does direct, uh, yeah. direct the Nintendo directs. There's actually a Japanese only one about uh, Dragon Quest Eleven,
4: oh, uh, which is
3: coming to 3DS and uh, Switch. So, but this one focused on 3DS, but they just had that today, so there are going to be more of those, and they always only give you, like, a day or two notice, so right. it could be one. Next week, there could be one two months from now, and they usually do, I, I would say, probably two or three more we can expect uh, this year, So, well, and they always announce new stuff, so... I think we've got some good stuff coming our way. Yay.
0: All right. Awesome. Well, um, thanks, uh, Eric, once again for being on. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for having um, me. Thank you. All. Well, I'm sure you'll appear on the podcast again somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I might try to make an appearance. D- discussing some other fun fun stuff, if we'll not Nintendo. Dragon Ball Z and, uh, the Simpsons, maybe? We'll Simpsons, do. Uh, I would Simpsons, love Simpsons. to watch the Don't. Simpsons
3: before it came over, and I'll probably do that when I leave. <laughs> all
0: right. Well, we will um, go to a quick break. When we come back, more E3 coverage.
5: Yeah.
0: Bye, everyone. Hey, my name's Paul, and I'm not an animal expert.
5: I'm Donna, and I'm not an animal expert either.
0: And together we do a podcast about animals called Farmance.
5: Every week we pick an animal, do a bunch of research on it, and bring you some interesting facts about that animal.
0: But we don't stop there. We talk about that animal in movies, TV, and other pop culture.
5: And we talk about whether or not that animal would make a tasty dish and how intelligent we think it is on the scale of 1 to 10.
0: It's exactly like one of those fancy PBS nature documentaries. Except with more poo jokes. New episodes go live every Thursday, wherever you find your favorite podcasts.
5: Or you can visit us at BlazingCaribouStudios.com. Ha <laughs> ha
3: Varmints! Varmints! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hello everyone and welcome back to our E3 coverage. We're on Microsoft now. You've got me, Zinger.
1: And I'm Ellie.
0: And our
2: special guest is... Hey, I'm Brett Stewart. (laughs) How's it going? Thanks for being with me. I appreciate you uh, letting me come on.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for for, um, being on with us and being on to talk about Microsoft's E3 presentation. Walk us through what you were impressed with.
2: For me, I think there's a lot of things I wasn't impressed by, and that's that's probably what I'll certainly talk about in some capacity, but... uh they're making a huge push for 4k that's something that's very obvious and they pushed it very hard in every single aspect of this presentation and i'm happy about that because even when games are pushed to 4k they still look pretty darn good on my my 1080 screen there were a couple games i'm really excited about i'm finally excited about assassin's creed again for the first (laughs) time in almost a decade Uh, i'm excited for you know shadows of war i'm excited for this weird Minecraft update I want more games to start have play anywhere that way I can bring them on my Windows 10 PC I'm a pretty happy camper but there's a couple things I have some inquiries and some criticisms about as well
0: well awesome um we we will get to those but starting with their 4k um push so they've introduced this new system well not a new system but sort of the. they've
1: talked about it before this is
0: Sort of the upgraded version yeah. of the Xbox. Um, do 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 you? What what were your thoughts on that?
2: The Xbox One X, correct? Yeah, yes. which the
0: acronym for. <laughs> and this is sad that because I was like, "That's a terrible name," and then I realized the acronym for it is Xbox.
2: Oh, oh, oh my gosh! I, that's kind of brilliant. It, it, I didn't even think
0: about that. No, because I was sitting there and they announced it. I'm like, "That's the dumbest name ever." And then I, I kind of oh. sat there and looked at it written out, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it spells out Xbox."
2: It was. That's that's actually pretty brilliant. Uh, I am somewhat conflicted about the Xbox One X, and my reasoning behind this is that I feel like they're trying to push themselves more and more into the console market in a couple bizarre ways that are almost contradictory of one another because they, they make a game that has play anywhere. For those unfamiliar, that's essentially where you can stream the game to your PC from your Xbox, and that says, hey, you don't really need a gaming PC, just stream to your PC, but still utilize the PC. And now they're putting out the Xbox One X, which is saying, "Like, oh, we're trying to push into the PC market in some capacities. We're going to have that liquid coolant. It's going to have 12 gigs of RAM. It's going to have a more powerful GPU. And that's really neat, I guess, but I don't know if I want it. Because if I'm going to enter a console at, at $499, I'm not sure if I want to enter the console at 499 I might as well just build myself a budget PC with an even better GPU at that point. So I mm. don't know how I feel about it.
0: What about the 4K aspect? Do you think that that's something that they're jumping the gun on that too soon, or do you think it's the right timing?
2: I think everybody's jumping the gun on 4K. <laughs> I think... Uh, I. Do you know anybody that has a 4K TV? We do. Uh, I don't. <laughs> oh, do, oh, whoa! But, I now but, know somebody woo, woo. has a 4K TV. But
0: the only thing we do in 4k on it is netflix and yeah. amazon actually yeah we don't and use
1: it to its capacity that's for sure because okay. a
0: lot of the stuff is is very expensive mm-hmm. so that's that's kind of the thing here we we didn't want to get it, i don't I don't know if we wanted to discuss this later or not but <laughs> but we we have a 4k capable television yes. but we're not that keen on getting these 4k compatible systems yet because it's a lot of money, and yes, it will look better, but there's not enough out there to do on it, if that makes any sense.
2: Oh, so that's that's certainly fair. Like, when they put their big advertisement up saying, we are going to bring these games to 4K, and there's, like, four of them. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there's... I could certainly see, you know, being being apprehensive of that. I almost wonder if we're going to skip straight to the eight K generation. That's always been my viewpoint. Oh no, because we we will because eight already a thing. No,
0: we will because we got a four K TV, so we are going to be out of date in no time. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's just how technology is. oh, yeah, well, exactly. Uh, but I one thing I would say about this is that if you have a 4K TV, um, which I now know someone who does, you're welcome. <laughs> I think that this is a better move than say the Xbox One S because the S just has that HDR and it's not going to be 4K inside of the games. So if you really do want to live in that ecosystem and you're willing to you know pay for it then the Xbox One X is going to be the way to do that.
0: Mhm. Um moving to games now. So so you mentioned a few like what were Well, you- can
1: I say something first? Oh, oh I'm sorry. sorry. Emily, I, don't, go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt. Um I think this is kind of funny, and I just wanted to talk about it for two two point five seconds. But so, what do you think about? You know how Xbox has always talked about oh backwards compatibility, blah blah blah. Now they're supposed to be bringing original Xbox games as well can be played on it. Do you think that's pointless, or do you think it's cool that all all of them can be played into one system? Or
2: you know what? I'm in on it because it's something that I'm a kind of person where I keep all my old games and I kick myself for the ones I did sell over the years.
4: <laughs> right, and
2: yeah. one, and I one thing I will always give uh I know well Nintendo at least in the last uh, I guess the Wii to the to the GameCube is I got so much more love and use out of my GameCube from, you know, 2008 onward or rather my my Wii because I could play my GameCube on okay, it. Okay. Right. And and, and, I, and I do like that about Xbox is trying to go back and do that stuff. For example, Red Dead. Red Dead is as good of a game as it was when it first came out. And the fact that we can just now play it again without having to dust off an old console is a great thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like we still have um, for Xbox Knights of the Old Republic. So I'd be pretty excited about oh, playing that again. That'd um, be so cool. And Shin Mew. I think we have the second one. I think we have I that one. I think for Xbox. so.
0: I I know that I have dug out that I have the Outcast, the Jedi Outcast series. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. So yeah, I I was just wondering or the, what you or thought. It's Jedi
0: Academy. Uh, Jedi I think it's Academy, Academy was Academy. phenomenal. I
1: think it's Academy.
0: I think it is too. Yeah. Sorry, I I just we, we uncovered <laughs> some boxes the other yeah, day we're that like, had old, stuff old stuff Xbox
1: in it. games. <laughs> but,
2: but doesn't it seem late to the party on that though? Like, yeah, it, I, I know, yeah, I know. Awesome. I know that can't. Like I know, you. I, can you do it on the um on the Wii U? Can you play older games?
0: That is, uh, you can play the Wii games if I remember correctly.
1: Right, but I think okay, most of so the other ones you have to go to the store. Behind.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then PlayStation, you you can't play anything. I mean, you can I think download a few here and there now through their streaming service and stuff like that.
2: Well, both of both PlayStation and Xbox One, and Xbox One didn't spend a whole lot of time with this in their announcement, but they do have that is it called what's it called games anywhere or something like that they've just started it for Xbox like yeah. last month
4: mm-hmm. where
2: you can pay $10 a month and get access to the entire back catalog and essentially Netflix all your old games so that seems to be the route that they'd prefer to go down I don't know whether or not they will I don't know whether or not that'll be successful
0: that that is an interesting thing and I mean I'd love to talk about that once some more stuff's out about you know streaming games and stuff like yeah. that and how successful we think that would be because I can see people further back saying the same thing about movies not being able to be. It's like, oh, no one's going to want to stream movies or, you know, have them <laughs> like that. But now it's like you I kind of it's kind of hard to believe that, you know,
1: we didn't have it. Before. Yeah, we, we didn't
0: have it before. But ga- games are a little different. But speaking okay. of games, let's um let's go to some some games you were impressed with now that Xbox was showing off.
2: I was very impressed with uh, Shadow of War. I think that game's going to be beautiful. Uh, I, I love that I am now getting re immersed inside of that world, and colors exist. That it's not just dark and brooding and sad. I'm sure it'll be all those things, but it'll be all those things plus some greenery. I'm quite happy about that. Uh, I'm Again, I'm excited about Assassin's Creed. It looks cool. I love Egypt. I've loved Egypt since I was a kid. Am I probably going to get bored with it in the first couple hours, just like every other Assassin's Creed game? Most probably. But it does look really cool. I'm excited about it. I hope that it has something that can bring that that series back into the limelight and have people excited about it again, because frankly that hasn't happened for a really, really long time. Uh, I think think Metro Exodus, I thought Metro Exodus looked really, really fascinating, that's that first person, story driven first person shooter, Mm -hmm. that's the second Metro game, and that looked really neat. Uh, On the flip side of that, I thought the new Bioware game looked really stupid, and I think I'm in the minority of that, because I think a lot of people uh are pretty excited about Uh it. Uh
0: I'm, I'm I'm having to lean back in my chair. I think what? Ellie's about to unleash. I don't
1: fight people. <laughs> uh, no, I I um I think it looks cool, but it's it's way 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 too early to tell. I mean, I need a lot more on it, but I, I thought initial impression I I liked it. Jetpacks, woo.
2: <laughs> so, but do we need another game with exoskeletons? Like, isn't true. that like every other game now? True.
0: Um, <laughs> My thing with uh, Anthem game is I feel like it has to be a win for them because with the debacle that was Mass Effect,
1: you are not bringing that up right now. I'm, I'm not
0: trying to. I'm, I'm just saying the. <laughs> it's like,
1: I, that's a whole different podcast. But anyway, but
0: I, I I enjoy the Mass Effect. I'm just saying critically and from a lot of people's standpoints, it didn't do as good as they thought it was going to. So Bioware, I think, has to get a win with their next game to show that they're still still in what they want to do, and that sacrificing possibly sacrificing the future of the mass Effect series temporarily was worth it to do what they're gonna be doing
1: well I mean clearly, they are working on this project, and obviously they want it to be a win mm-hmm. oh I mean, yeah, it's you know they want to concentrate on something new I mean Bioware is a great studio, but they've been doing. Dragon Age and Mass Effect. Yeah. You know, so it's good that they're trying to. Branch out. Tra- no, I, I, else. Yeah. I,
0: I, I'm, I'm really excited about Anthem. Yeah. So, I mean, They've definitely. They've
2: also slowly been bleeding the dead carcass of the older public. Uh, <laughs> so they, they have monthly numbers coming in from that, too. <laughs> yes.
0: Um. As for Assassin's Creed, I'm conflicted about it. And here's why I don't know if you are a player of Magic the Gathering at all. I'm not. But their whole set and their whole premise right now is Egyptian themed. Yeah. Yeah. So every time I see ads for the <laughs> Assassin's Creed, you think
1: it's mass? I mean, I you think it's um, I
0: think it's an I think it's magic. an ad for magic right yeah. now. So I keep I'm like oh sw- oh it's Assassin's Creed, which I I I will admit the last one I enjoyed playing was Black Flag, and I loved I like Black Flag. Yeah. And I'm just interested to see where Ubisoft can go with the Assassin's Creed
1: series. You know what I'm afraid of? I'm going to mess around with the pet bird too much and just get completely unfocused. That's what happens (laughs) to me in
2: every one of those games. I have have played Black Flag for 50 or 60 hours, and I don't think I'm more than like 10% through completion. (laughs) It
0: is is Um, that sailing on the sea.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. So I, 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 I think... It looks promising, but I also thought, like, Unity looked promising. I have have a terrible gauge for Assassin's Creed. I will openly admit that, that every game I thought might be kind of cool ended up being a hot pile of garbage, Mm. so (laughs) I don't know. But that said, Black Flag was was my last favorite, too.
1: Crackdown 3?
2: Oh, yes, 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 yes. I was like, I know there's
0: another game. I remember Uh,
1: watching you play that a lot, the second one
0: crackdown it mm-hmm. will um ter- terry cruz
1: yes was in the terry trailer cruz. for
0: it i i, I enjoyed <laughs> crackdown it's definitely over the top there's been a lot of other games that have kind of done that done a gimmick similar to that but seeing that return right. as an exclusive a, as it has been was really cool brett are there any other games that that, that you saw that you were really excited about that are from xbox
2: you know i don't know i I actually was kind of curious about the Minecraft stuff mostly because I couldn't tell whether or not to be really excited or really cynical about it because they're like, we're bringing community generated content, but now it's official and I don't really know what that means. Uh, And the graphic overhaul was surprisingly lovely. I thought it, 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 you know, I've never been a player of the game, but I've always appreciated it. I've appreciated the creativity it offers people. I appreciate that it can be used in classrooms and, if this can make it look a little more purdy and also bring some new features, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I think Mixer – I don't know if you're going to talk about Mixer at all, but I, I, have, I have some thoughts on that too. Oh, go for it. I think Mixer is going to be the Google Play of uh, – not Google Play, the Google Plus of game streaming.
5: Hmm. It looks so
2: <laughs> unappealing to me. Uh, it's like Twitch, but worse. That's just what <laughs> I got from it. Everyone's trying
0: to capitalize, I think, on this on streaming services, oh, and yeah. it kind of Twitch and YouTube sort of have that locked down for the most part. So unless it's something really ingenuitive, I don't know if they it's going to change the game that much. Oh, personally. I can't
2: imagine it because I, I'm thinking about the the versatility of of YouTube and Twitch is that they are essentially PC platforms, uh, meaning that you can be in front of a microphone, that you can be in front of a mixer. And if you want to build this straight into Xbox, the vast majority of streams you're going to get are just streams of someone's Xbox screen. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get the production quality. You're not going to get the community that you get inside of something like Twitch. I I don't understand why they're doing this. Uh, it just... It baffles me a little bit. I don't. I don't understand why people would watch it. I just don't like go on YouTube or Twitch and watch that anywhere. But that's just me.
1: So I, I feel like one more game that we kind of have to mention is the new Forza. Ooh.
4: Um, vroom vroom.
1: I'm I'm not huge into car games, racing games, that sort of thing. But I know it is a you know it's it's a big pull. There are a lot of people that are. Yeah. Um, and it. it I, I think Forza games have always looked. Pretty nice and a lot of cars, but this one has over 700 cars, which is crazy to me. So I I think this one will probably be pretty popular with the the existing Forza fans and maybe new car fans just because of all the options. and And this is one that's gonna utilize the 4K. Ooh. So the the four people out there that uh, <laughs> might be running it on their new Xbox one x um you know so this might be one that that people might want to check out but it it definitely looked really cool if you're into that genre
0: i I like racing games but it kind of comes and goes with me it's not something i'm like i'll constantly play but i'll go on like a month month or so stretch. That if i happen to have a racing game it's it's what i do so and forza's always been one i've been very impressed with gran turismo still holds the title for me of what got me into it but forza kind of Right, showed me what a racing game could. Well, in Gran too. Turismo
1: is that series that like wants you to pull your hair out because you're trying to get those licenses and. <laughs>
0: oh, that—that's the old old game. <laughs>
1: I know, but that's the ones I remember playing more. So.
0: <laughs> All right, let's. Um, final thoughts on Xbox, um, or Microsoft's presentation. Ellie, I'll, you I'll let you go first, okay. and we'll, we'll we'll let Brett.
1: Yeah, let anchor him finish this. Finish it up exactly for me. Uh, I I'm. I like Microsoft. We have, you know, we have systems here, of mm-hmm. course, in our house. I, it wasn't my favorite out of all of them that I watched. So it, it, it is interesting. It does have some good, good things going, but uh, I, eh, I was, not, nothing that was shown off, um, like I said, I'm not big into racing games, but uh, the, the games that I was really interested in aren't really going to be exclusive titles anyway, so I'd probably play them on a different system. Um, So, overall, for me, it was okay, but nothing like, I was like, wow, that's great. So, sorry.
0: Um, For me, the introduction of the Xbox One X was interesting. I mean, it's something that they've been teasing at for months, so it wasn't like a huge surprise. But
1: Yeah, we finally got the price and everything, yes. Yeah,
0: thanks, uh, Jeff Keighley. Um, (laughs) But... I, I I just want to see where 4K content goes. I I don't know if it's going to be something that can take off as quickly as a lot of these place. I mean, com, uh, a lot of these companies are expecting it to. Right. It's something that you know might take a little bit longer. But early adopters, it's like there's not. I don't know if there's enough out there for even early adoption yet. Per se, but the thing the thing I want them to avoid is making games that are only exclusive to like the. Xbox One X right. and a PlayStation oh, Pro definitely. system to yeah. where, oh, you can't get these games unless you have this system. It would be nice if they had, you know, this game is optimized for this. You can still play it on your not upgraded system. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what the future brings. Microsoft to me has a, has their eyes set on a distant future that might not come and it might. So that's that's, that's kind of my thing right now is they're, they're looking at, to the future, where a lot of other where a lot of other gaming consoles for this E3 were looking at the present. That's that's just my personal opinion. So, Brett, let's let you finish this up with your final thoughts.
2: This was a interesting press conference. I think that the Xbox One X is going to be a tough sell. I really do. I I, I don't know if there are enough console gamers that care quite so much about frame rate and resolution and and whether or not they even have the television to get the most out of the console. Really, once you start getting into that, you know, I need my 60 frames a second mentality, you're kind of just gone on over to the PC anyway. That's never really what the console was about. Uh, that said, I, I think I just think at $4.99 it's going to be a bit pricey. I remember when the Xbox One came out, uh, it was $3.99 or it was $4.99 if you wanted to connect. Hey, what happened to connect? Uh, that was <laughs> a thing. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be a little bit pricey. I similarly... there aren't any exclusive games that blew my mind. There wasn't anything I came out of this and said, wow, I'm so happy I have an Xbox One to play blank. Uh, Because frankly, I'm probably going to buy Shadow of War on Steam or on Green Man Gaming when I have a sale. I'm probably going to do the same with Assassin's Creed. That'll probably go on sale really quick when it bombs. And I'm really excited to get those games cheaper. And uh, I just don't know if I'm going to play them on Xbox One. I am really excited, however, about them pushing more backwards compatibility. Uh, I'm excited about the Play Anywhere. That's something that not a lot of people talk about, but I'm a big advocate of it because I love that I can just turn on my Xbox, go on over to my PC, and if I want to play there, I can. That's really appealing to me, but I know I'm a niche within a niche. Uh, so overall, not my most exciting uh, Microsoft E3 press conference, but I didn't find a lot of them that exciting this year. We just got some like middle-year updates where... We got slightly bigger iterations on consoles and sequels on properties we're already familiar with. So we'll see what happens next year.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, being a part of our E3 coverage. And um, if you want to tell our listeners where they can find you if they want to hear more from you.
2: Of course, you can find me on com. That's B-R-E-T-T, David, and then Stuart, S-T-E-W-A-R-T. Over there on that homepage, you can find all my shows, whether that be Geek Cinema Society, Statecraft, Silver Screens and Politics, uh, The Jukebox, whatever it is, I'm on it. You can find me there. Furthermore, you can find me on Twitter, at RiversRubin. Hit me up and yell at me about something I said that you disagree with. I'd love to yell back, and we can have fun over there. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much for having me. It was really a pleasure.
0: Awesome, well thank you for being a part of this and we're going to go to a quick break when we come back, more coverage
1: See you guys My name is Carrie Sims and I host sketching comedy with my artist friends Imran Javed Hey, that's me! and Phil Rude each week live on YouTube Hang out with us as I learn and discuss the legends of comic book art and comedians while the fellows are creating live drawings during the show I learned Stan Lee defied the Comic Code Authority with an anti-drug comic.
2: That's right, Carrie, but did you know the Hulk wasn't supposed to be green? He was supposed to
1: be gray? The Printer screwed it up! Visit BlazingCaribouStudio.com or tune in each week on our YouTube channel and download the podcast at iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever podcasts are found. Catch you later!
0: And welcome back to our E3 coverage. We're on Sony now. You've got me, Zinger.
1: And I'm Ellie.
0: And we have our
5: special guest. I am Digitizer, which you can call me Travis.
0: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, so, tri- Digitizer, Um. why don't you go over Sony's press conference and your impression of it real quick?
5: Well, from the whole standpoint of what I got from the press conference was pretty much wasn't bad it was more of like a refresh from 2016 you know show us some god of war and show us some of days gone which looked pretty awesome and then some iterations of some new stuff you know but stuff we already seen like crew 2 and crash bandicoot and of course call of duty where we always see call of duty so i guess sony has the rights to show that at e3 this year and next year it'll probably go to somebody else but uh, they had some really interesting titles, of course, um, especially with Monster Hunter coming back to the PlayStation, which is, hasn't been on the PlayStation, I think, since like 2002, maybe? I don't remember. It was like the first Monster Hunter game. So that yeah, excited it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. So that really excited me. Um, of course, the uh, remake of The Shadow of Colossus, which really caught me off guard because I didn't think they were going to remake that again, but. You know, I'm excited for it because I really missed out on the first remake, and so I'm pretty excited to see that. Plus, you know, we also got to see more footage of God of War, which really excites me, which I don't know where where they're going to take it. I know it's Norse gods, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, where are you taking me with this is what I'm hoping for. I was just like, are you still going to give me badass Kratos, or is this more like I'm father Kratos trying to guide a child through the world or something like that? But I, I can't wait. And then another standout one that really stand out was the De- Detroit, which looked really awesome.
1: I am super pumped about that one.
5: Yeah, that one looks amazing. Um, I think it's along the lines of heavy rain, and beyond two souls. Yeah, so, yeah it is. So that one's going to be awesome. It's not done course, by the
0: same company, is it?
5: Uh you know what? I think it is. Okay, I,
0: it, Ellie's, it is. Ellie's nodding. You, <laughs> you 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 can say yes.
5: Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, and it looks amazing. I can't wait to play that one. That's one of my favorites.
1: Well, I was excited, too, to see more. Because, I mean, they've shown the one with the um, the trailer on the roof. Um, and it was nice to yes. see uh, Marcus. They introduced Marcus now, who's kind of leading a revolt against the humans. So it's kind of nice to see some more new content for the game.
0: That the yeah. trailer that you talked about on the roof, they showed that a while back. And that's the one yes. where it has, like... It shows the same thing over and over well, again, from but it's
5: all different. The different points it's of view. yeah, yes. it's different each right. time because it's
0: showing that there's so many different ways you can play
1: this. Right, exactly.
5: Yeah, it looked amazing. <laughs> I can't wait to play it. Definitely. And then of course, uh, they showed off one of my favorite fighting games, which is, I can't wait to play. Is Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite?
0: Not, and yes, and, yes. I uh, I will have something Ms. on that. Miss Marvel.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yes, Miss Marvel. And they even showed off characters they haven't showed off before, which I think I saw Black Panther. Yes. I was like, oh, please be in the game. Please be in the game. And they <laughs> also
0: really... also allowed you to download and play some of the story mode already, too.
5: Mm-hmm. Which oh, yeah.
0: I actually did, and it, it, was pretty, it was pretty cool to play. So I'll, I'll have more on that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's
5: definitely fun. I've got to get used to a, a little bit of the control scheme, but it's definitely solid so far, and I can't wait to see what else they're going to do with it.
0: Awesome. Um, just, the, just one thing that I kind of really was impressed with, and I mean this is something people might have heard about, uh undertale oh yes i i I don't know it it, that was announced before they went to the press conference really so i i i was excited about that for some reason i don't know why i guess i've been wanting to get undertale so maybe with it coming to a console i play consoles a little bit more than i do pc actually a lot more than i do pc so (laughs) so that 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 got me excited um yeah god of war though i i i want to know where they're going I, I yeah. know that they're that they're doing the whole um Norse mythology. They have um I'm I'm I am apologizing. I'm normally pretty good with some pronunciations, but I cannot <laughs> get this one. Youngborn or young Younger The the, the, the um
1: <laughs> excuse me?
0: The giant yeah. serpent. The, the the world serpent. Right. I, I was I was trying to get his actual name, but I'm like I, I'm not going to be able to, and for some reason I cannot find a human way it's, to pronounce it
5: it's a hard name to pronounce i can't even pronounce it it's very hard to pronounce
0: but the cool thing is when he came on i know i'm kind of jumping to the end but when he came on and kratos was like what's he saying he's like he wants to help us that's sort of interesting if you know the mythology because he sort of like once he lets go of his tail it's supposed to bring about the end of right. the world so wh- so he's of course wanting to help them because he has a beef with the norse gods as well I'm interested to see Thor because they haven't shown Thor yet, or and and Odin and all the other gods. But it's just interesting. They did show a wolf, which might be Fenrir, but I don't know. I don't want to get too deep into discussing Norse mythology on here right now because it's that it, could it's, be
1: a whole episode. Yeah, it's
0: it's, it's, it's a fun <laughs> topic, but it's just it's it's exciting me because I I love the God of War series for the games that they were, but I also enjoy them because they. They butcher mythology, but it's very really cool because there's a lot of thi- mythological stuff in there. So it's really cool. If you know your mythology, there's a lot more to the game than than just what's on the surface.
5: And that's one thing that studio does well is just it takes, like, mythology and make it into its own story with their character. Mm-hmm. And that's really good. And I, I look forward to that. I don't think we'll get a bad story out of it. It's just how are you going to introduce... These gods now, since it's not Greek mythology and we're used to Kratos being with Greek mythology.
0: Well, why is he so angry with them? I mean, did, wait, was he sitting yeah. at the lunch table and they like bumped into him and didn't say they're their so? It's just, <laughs> I, I want to know what set him off. I want to know what the deal is with his son too. And I want to know kind of why he's alive. But I'm sure that's something they're never going to explain in the game at the very end. Or they could shock us by just explaining that right off the get-go of why he's still alive.
5: Right. So and yeah, and they, and they kind of say it is a sequel. Mm-hmm. So they just haven't explained like, okay, how did you go from here to here? Yeah, and that's something that I'm looking forward to see what they're gonna do, and hopefully they'll do it well.
1: Well, I think that um, I, I wanted to mention Days Gone. I'm a huge zombie person, or not necessarily zombie, but just. The undead. Yes, the undead. Whatever you want to... Whatever they're calling it these days. The unalived. (laughs)
0: Non-living.
4: Yes,
1: exactly. Um, Looks really, really good. I I don't know what it is, but I just love the main character. He's just so chill and kind of... I don't know what it there's just something about him that draws me in, so I, I'm very interested in the game. It's so fast paced. Like when you right. when you watch the, the trailers and the gameplay, I mean these hordes of undead, whatever you want to call them, it just they just come at you and it makes me like it's not that I'm scared like a Resident Evil scared, but it makes me anxious because, you right. know, I feel like, oh, my gosh, I got I to hurry up. What am I going to do? And, and it looks like it's that type of game where you really have to um, survey your surroundings and and see what little place you could crouch under here or what item you could grab to do this with. And so I like that. It's very interactive with that as far as that is concerned. So I'm excited about it. I don't know what everybody else thinks.
5: Yeah, I'm very excited for it. Uh, it's very different from any zombie game I've ever played, and it looks like you're escaping hordes and hordes on top oh, of Oh yes. while fighting enemies, human enemies at the same time, and it's like, you can actually, like, use the zombies against those enemies, so it's really <laughs> exciting.
0: <laughs> yes. It's, yeah. to me, it seems like a serious version of the um, Dead Rising games. Right with with, oh, yeah. with 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 the hordes and
1: everything. I, I got of yeah. I see yeah. what you're saying.
5: Yeah. Right. So. It's definitely serious. Definitely serious. And there, I don't know. I don't know exactly who makes it. What studio makes that game? But I was just like, yeah, this is this is going to be good.
0: Awesome. Um, I know another. I I, I want to get to the Marvel versus versus capcom in a second
1: i figured you did
0: i but i kind of want to mention and i don't know if this is one we should have done with possibly one of the other ones but i I have somebody here who i can talk about it with so the dragon ball z fighting game
5: oh yeah i forgot all about that one
0: (laughs) I, i i like the xenoverse games but this looks fantastic for a 2d fighter i think it's very cool for them to bring dragon ball z to this um realm again and it just it looks like you're playing the anime so I, I just didn't, didn't know if you had any input on that.
5: Oh, yeah. It definitely looks well animated and very solid. And that studio is Arc System Works, they do a great job in their fighting games. So I, I look forward to seeing how they're going to add all the characters in it. And I found out that they're putting future trunks in it. So I'm really excited now.
0: Nice, nice. I'm assuming they're going to add stuff, of course, from the new series and everything, too. I mean, they. they,
5: Yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty sure you'll have Beerus and um, some of the new fighters from, like, the other worlds and universes. So that would be interesting. And that should be
0: out after they've done this whole tournament, uh, the Universal Tournament. So who knows? We might have some characters from that even included.
5: Oh, yeah. So many. They had a female Broly, which I don't know if we'll see her in it, but that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the other Saiyans from other worlds. uh, I haven't really caught up with super much. So I don't know everybody yet. So I'm (laughs) working on that.
0: I know that they're about to start the actual tournaments about to go underway. But I'm sorry. I just wanted to mention that fighting game. But as for Marvel versus Capcom. I'm very excited. Um, The whole mechanic of the Infinity Stones. Is is interesting that that they're including that. And they're kind of melding the world sort of. I'm excited to see what other characters they're going to bring in. Uh, Definitely. I, I I'm I'm hoping for Wolverine. I, I don't know if I mean since he's quote unquote dead in the comics right now, and they have Old Man Logan and his son technically is in the in the Marvel universe. I don't know if they which which version of Wolverine we'll get, but I'm I'm excited. We might even get X twenty three as Wolverine. So I, I I'm excited for Wolverine. because that was always one of my favorite characters to play as in the Marvel vs. Capcom. Him and Thor. Him and Thor and uh, Ryu were like my like dream team.
5: Oh, yeah, my favorite team. I always use Captain America and Spider-Man along with Ryu. So that's one of my favorite combinations right there. Actually, that brings up an interesting point. So
1: I was like, speaking of Spider-Man.
5: Oh, yes. an old
1: insomniac.
5: Hold on one second.
1: <laughs> I'm biting. I'm biting. I'm like, oh, let's talk
0: about <laughs> it. I'll, I'll, I'll let you get to that, I promise. But I'm wondering, will they, which Spider-Man will they have, mm. Peter Parker or Miles Morales?
1: Right
5: yeah that's interesting will they have miles morales
0: because i would like him in it as like the actual character not as you just slap a skin on the character or it's an alternate outfit i'd rather have the actual character and would be would would be cool to change it up a little bit but as for speaking of spider-man and insomniac games this game
1: oh my gosh
0: looks awesome the, exactly. Spy- the, the Spider-Man done, done by Insomniac Games. I just want to make sure that we're making it clear that, that that's what we're talking about real quick.
1: Yes. <laughs> but, a little studio called Insomniac Games. But
0: before we get started, <laughs> I just want to say one thing. I, I, I will take heat for this. Okay. This is one of my favorite costumes for Spider-Man. Oh. I don't know why. It's just something about having that white spider and the white accents on it. It's it, sharp. It, it, it's, yeah, isn't
5: it? It's... it's, it's so streamlined costume. I was just like, why is this not the movie costume?
0: It, I mean, that's the thing. I I love the classic, but at the same time, I like them changing it. And this is a nice yeah, changeup for me.
5: It is. It's definitely a nice changeup. I really like that white spider. It kind of reminds you of the Venom spider when he's he wearing the black. Yes. It's, his, it's it's his like they molded
0: them It's like they molded them together. But but yeah. the gameplay for this looks so fluid oh, and um it's
1: gorgeous.
0: And just uh, the it's... sorry. Go 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 ahead.
5: And it's so amazing, and it's really, I like how it's so action-oriented compared to the other ones. I mm-hmm. mean, the other ones are more travel-based, so it's open world, so you had got to get to this point, to that point, and then fight people. But this looks like, oh, we're going to take you around New York, and there's going to be all kinds of action. You're just going to fight bad guys everywhere. Well, it seems
0: like you can also, you know, web slang and move around the city pretty fluidly, which is something, I mean, in a Spider-Man game, that's, that's what you want. And there mm-hmm. was the one scene where it was, like, going through... Like the building and he was like bouncing around yeah. through the building and <laughs> right. it was, it looks so fluid and I'm like, I don't know if that was pre-rendered. That's something you can do when you get it, but that's awesome. It looks, it, it, it makes you kind of get into playing that character of Spider-Man.
5: Oh yeah. It definitely f- feels like you're going to be playing a Spider-Man in this one. So I'm, I'm really
0: excited about that. And I'm very excited to see, you know, what characters and what all they're going to bring in for that.
5: Uh, well, there was definitely a, a little surprise at the end of that trailer with Miles Morales. So I'm wondering, are they going to bring in Miles Morales as a playable character, or is he just going to be appearing throughout the game? Uh,
0: who knows? I mean, they they could definitely have him in there. I mean, why 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 not have him be a playable character? To where maybe there's alternate missions where you have to play as him. Who knows? Right. Who yeah. who knows what they could do? So it's definitely definitely opens it up. And like like I said, I. I'm trying to remember there. It's been a while since we've had a really good Spider-Man game. Yeah.
1: I was just thinking that I haven't been excited about a Spider-Man game in a long time. I
0: know like everyone hails the Spider-Man two movie game as like the, (laughs) like the the, the greatest of, of them all. And that came out 10 plus years ago. has to be 10 plus years ago now.
1: It was back in, I think 2004.
0: Yeah. Something like that.
1: More than 10 years. Yeah.
5: Yeah, so it's yeah, it's a little over ten years.
0: Yeah, so so we're overdue for a good spider, like a good Spider-Man game. So I, I think we might have it now.
5: Yeah, I think I definitely think we'll have it with this one, and I hope it'll sell well and maybe even get like a sequel game, mm-hmm. which would be cool. I, or I, maybe. Or maybe even you know, hey, this game sells well. Let's do some more Marvel superheroes. like that this.
0: <laughs> that, that would definitely be I'd nice. I'd on board
1: for that. <laughs> and no
0: offense to the MCU or anything like that. I'm kind of glad this is working outside of it because it kind of it yeah. frees them to do. I know that they want the movie, you know, comparison, but at the same time, it this well, frees them
4: more creative control
1: exactly. Yeah, they can exactly go around and that's a what, other stuff.
5: And that's what I was worried when they first announced this. I was like, oh my god, is this another movie tie-in? But then I saw the costume, and I was like, well, that's completely different from the movie. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then after watching this trailer, I was like, oh, this has nothing to do with the movie. Awesome. Uh, I'm very excited for this.
1: Is there anything... I think, yeah, I was going to say, is there anything else you're really excited about?
5: Uh, well, they have announced, um, of course, you know, Battlefront 2, that's multi-console, and um, I also heard that they're bringing out a couple more Yakuza games, which is by Sega, which is pretty awesome. Yes. Um, which I'm very excited about. I just picked up Yakuza 0 the other day. So I'm going to be playing that myself, so I was like, I'm getting ready for the next ones <laughs> to out. But I- I'm also shocked at Sony that they did not show The Last of Us 2. I didn't see it in, in, at all in the press conference. I don't know if I missed it or they just didn't bring it no, up this year. No,
0: I didn't. I didn't see anything on. I think uh, Naughty Dog's trying to focus more up on the Uncharted game that, that we right. actually hadn't mentioned till Lost now.
1: Lost Legacy.
0: Lost
5: Legacy. That mm-hmm. looks looks like that's going to be cool too.
1: And it, it's it's um it's nice because it's um not not that there's anything wrong with Drake by any means but it's kind of cool to have chloe and nadine like it's a female kind of led game so that's kind of fun too
5: yeah that's definitely awesome
0: we mentioned uh, you you mentioned earlier when when you were talking about what what you were impressed with and one of them was the shadow of the colossus yes complete remake like not not hdified not they're they're slapping you know a new paint job on this this is looks to be a top-down remake of this game and this is a game that i remember playing when i was when i was younger on the playstation i have the uh playstation 3 hd remake of it and i will definitely be buying this one as well because that 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 game for me is just it looks amazing and i'm excited to see it you know once again completely redone to where it's top down to where it it's going to look amazing on the playstation
5: yeah, you know, it's Four. definitely gonna look amazing. And, and it's just like I know that's a lot of people's favorite out of that series of mm-hmm. games. And so to see them do that from the ground up is just like wow. I was like I I don't even know what to say. It looked very good and very solid and I was just like, I am so buying this day one. As soon as they fell <laughs> up for pre order, I'm buying this.
1: So, um I just wanted to briefly mention Um, Kuni 2, I played the first one a lot. It's not for everyone, especially the art style Mm -hmm. is definitely different. Um, I think it's very pretty though. Um, the, the first one was great as far as just the, it had such a good story and, um, a lot of. There was so much to do and so much backstory and so much side stuff, so it was a very full game. I really, I really did enjoy it, uh, and so I am very excited about the second. one. I can't wait.
0: We we got one last thing. I know mm-hmm. that Sony covered a lot of other stuff, but I mean, we'll we'll probably get to that. Or if there's something they, that they didn't that we didn't talk about that they did cover that you're excited about, let us know. But Horizon Zero Dawn, a game that came out that I think just. Oh my gosh! Visually amazing, yeah. gameplay amazing—just such a phenomenal game. Has announced some other content.
1: I'm excited.
0: It it, it I definitely. Mean, I mean that, that that game has easily over 40 hours, 50 hours worth of gameplay.
1: Oh, more than that, yeah. And oh, if you do, yeah. if you do all the all the stuff that you can do and the challenges, they have a mm-hmm. lot of the fun challenges you can do and that kind of thing.
0: And we we've already expressed this in in the earlier nintendo part but adding an expansion to a game that has a ton of content in it already makes you i mean i i'm I'm excited for this because it will get me playing the game some more again Mm -hmm. it will definitely you know explore a new area but probably just continue on on the game and do a lot more stuff that i wasn't you know able to do before or just missed before right so that's what i like about expansions especially one for a game of this magnitude
5: oh yeah it'll definitely probably push the game well beyond up to 70 plus hours probably with that expansion, and I definitely look forward to seeing like the new areas and whatever else they add to it. Hopefully, they add some new weapons and stuff.
0: Hopefully, uh, maybe some. I mean, since it's frozen, maybe some mammoth <laughs> robotic <laughs> maybe.
5: stuff. Right? Maybe, maybe. some Possibly. giant robot out of nowhere kind of stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up with um with this discussion on Sony. So we're gonna go into our final thoughts on the Sony press conference. Um, Ellie, I think you went first and last one. So Mm -hmm. I'll go first in this one, and we'll, of course, have Travis slash Digitizer anchor us for for this. I was very impressed with a lot of stuff. I'm a big God of War fan, so, I mean, that being said, it was very easy to get me excited about the Sony press conference with that. Um, I have more questions about what they're doing with that, but I've already said those. As for other games, uh, fighting games, I was definitely impressed with Marvel vs. Capcom. Right. I'm excited about definitely um, Dragon Ball Z game, as we mentioned. But overall, I, I think Sony is focusing up on a lot of their exclusives and really trying to yes. capitalize on the exclusive content. The Spider-Man game, the days gone by. So I, I'm, I'm really excited. And, and of course, Shadow of the Colossus, as we spoke about so I'm 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 excited about, about the exclusives and they're definitely got, got their eyes set on games in the future and definitely getting out some great games and great content to go with those games.
1: Yes. yes. My so turn? <laughs> um well I'm gonna follow up with what you're saying. Um I definitely was probably happiest with Sony's press conference. You know, obviously, everybody had, uh, every press conference has its little, you know, here's and there's that weren't that great. But I think overall, um, I think Sony took the show. Um, Once again, like you said, the exclusives, they definitely, I was more, me personally, I was more interested in Sony's exclusives than anybody else, Um, especially Horizon Zero Dawn's expansion. Uncharted looks amazing. Uh, I'm excited about Ninu Kuni, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it, got a war. It, it just goes on and on by far, hands down. I think Sony had the better showing of exclusives. Um, now, that might get some crap because of, you know... With Microsoft having this share play with the computer, this and that. And doesn't it have something to do with Nintendo, too? Has some yes, cross... there,
0: there's some stuff with the Minecraft yeah. that's crossover. So,
1: um, you know, I, I guess Sony will get a little bit of heat with the, hey, you're not playing nice with others kind of thing. Um, but if they have the better <laughs> the better exclusives, then good for them. Um, but overall, I, I liked their conference the most, the information from it. And um, it's it just... It's E3 and it's four games. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned about the 4K and the this and the that. I just want to know what games do you have to offer for me because that's what I'm really coming here to is to play the games. So that's what I was the most excited about Sony.
5: Yeah, definitely. And to follow up with Ellie said, I'm with her. It's it's not about the 4K. It's the games and Sony's exclusives were very very impressive this year, um, especially with. Uh, Days gone, which really impressed me a lot. Of course, I'm excited about Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite and Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which I really can't wait for. It's be the first, I think, true awesome Dragon Ball Z game that we're all hoping for. Uh, of course, I may give Nino Kuni a try. <laughs> it, 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 yes, it come on over. <laughs> um, overall, I would say the game that excited me the most from Sony is the new God of War. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah, I think that's the one
5: I think that's the one that's going to have everybody's eye when it finally releases.
0: Once again, thank you, uh, Travis, for being part of our E3 coverage. And um, where can people find you if they want to get more stuff from you?
5: Uh, People can find me. You mostly find me on the 540 Gaming Facebook page. I'm there every day (laughs) posting stuff. Uh, I also have a couple of YouTube channels i have matin films which is my main gameplay channel i post stuff on there i also have a digitizer channel which i'm working on it's slow in process but you can find me on there too and then i also have a gaming channel for 540 gaming which is also a work in progress but you can find me definitely at 540 gaming on facebook
0: awesome awesome well thanks once again for being a part of this and we're going to go to a break and once we come back uh, me and LA are going to kind of close up on our E3 coverage and discussion.
5: Thanks Ooh. for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: Awesome. Thank you. And we'll see you guys on the other side of this break. Nick, do you love superheroes? Heck
5: yeah. Do you love movies with superheroes? Heck yeah. Do you love books that have nothing to do with superheroes but ask big social questions or feature other forms of excitement and adventure like a demon fighting scarecrow? Heck yeah. Nick, do you just love comics? Heck yeah, I love comics. If you're like Nick, then check out the Heck yeah Comics podcast, a show hosted by us. Each week, David and I discuss the
3: latest news and review the newest comic books, movies, and shows.
5: Find us at heckyacomics.com or wherever you get podcasts. Hurry before MODOK finds you!
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back. You've got me, Zinger.
1: And I'm Ellie.
0: And this is kind of going to be our wrap-up on our E3 coverage. You've heard us discuss all the systems, a Mm -hmm. ton of different games, a ton of different opinions have been thrown around. So now we're going to kind of take a minute, just the two of us, now to kind of discuss some games and some stuff that we, that might have been overlooked in the three other segments, or just stuff that we want to kind of elaborate on a little bit more.
1: Yeah, and please, um... We obviously are not going to talk about every single last thing that was shown or talked about or demoed.
0: Because this would be like a four (laughs) to five hour podcast then. (laughs) That would be
1: crazy. So please in your comments let us know what you're excited about and all that. So we just wanted to say, you know, if something was missed we apologize. But, you know, we can't talk about everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But I kind of wanted to start off, um, if you don't mind. Go ahead. And um, Ladies
0: first, if if you would. Thanks,
1: thanks. Um, I'm kind of excited about EA.
0: Really? Yeah, I'm fascinating.
1: I I know. Well, I mean, obviously, part of that is my my dear love, Bioware, is part of EA. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought EA was a little impressive. Um, you Interesting. know, you got some more conversations and demos and talking about uh, Battlefront Two. Mm-hmm. And the single player, uh, which
0: so I, I I might be jumping the gun on this, but according to a lot of you know other other reviewers and other people who've you know done analyze an- analyze the the discussions and stuff that happened with E three,
4: mm-hmm.
0: a lot of people are kind of concise with the fact that this took the show. Cool. That this was one of the more impressive things to come out of the show was was the Star Wars content well,
1: and you know me and Mm -hmm. i don't know if some of our fans or listeners have um kind of gotten the grasp uh like like you said we haven't talked about a lot of game stuff recently yeah i'm 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 a main single player person yeah i don't play a lot online um and if i do play online it's it's with people i know Mm -hmm. i don't i don't typically like to do the online thing just throw me myself in there so the fact that they have what looks to be a phenomenal single-player. Very
0: interesting, the storyline.
1: <laughs> I am so excited, and the fact that it spans so many movies.
0: Well, so many, so so long of it on the yeah, timeline. Right.
1: Um, I'm just, I'm super excited. It looks gorgeous. It's neat that it's from the imperial side of you. Mm-hmm. Like you know, so that's something that's not.
0: I've kind of wanted that in the movies and kind of more... I mean, you you get a good chunk of it here and there, but it's kind of interesting because she... And I'm not remembering the planet right now off the top of my head, but the main character comes from a planet that is under Imperial control by... Like, they enjoy the fact that they're like mm-hmm. they don't have to have you know enforcers there or people enforcing it they like praise the fact of the empire and everything so it's a very unique mindset that you're gonna be getting into of somebody who was kind of born into I serve the empire
1: well not
0: not 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 out of you know oh I've been enslaved or I have it's it's this it's it's my duty and my privilege that yeah. I serve my emperor
1: and what do you think about the fact that it's a female character the main lead?
0: I'm I'm all for female characters. I feel and like leads this is a
1: thing that's really starting to become popular.
0: Well, it's I, I want to say it's been something that's been around. It's just becoming a lot more common now, mm-hmm. and it's something I think a lot more people are willing to, you know, accept and go along with. Which is like, like I said, a character is a character, and I, I think having a lot of the female leads now and stuff is very interesting and a very you know shift in dynamics for a lot right. of stuff. So, I, I can definitely get behind that for, especially Star Wars. Star Wars right. has recently, you know, been trying to push a lot more female leads yeah, and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, and
1: with their series coming out this summer, too.
0: Yeah, and the, having the female pilots in Rogue One, and definitely, you know, showing that this is something they want to have in the universe to show that, you know, females aren't just some, no offense to Princess Leia, aren't <laughs> just some princess who gets, um, carried around by a, a um... Oh, uh, scruffy-looking Nerf herder. There we go. Oh I, sorry, God. I was I was trying to think of what what underhanded comment I wanted to make. Which, which, like I said, I love Princess Leia. She she's definitely you know a very very strong female character. I just wanted to kind of say you know we're getting other females finally in the universe too.
1: Right. Um, and continuing with EA. Yeah. Anthem. Um, I figured I, you'd I, bring this one up. Yeah. I mean, we we talked briefly mm-hmm. about it before. Um, but since we recorded, um, some of the other stuff and I've seen more gameplay demos and that sort of thing that they did, Mm -hmm. um, it looks really good. I'm very excited. The world looks very immersive. Um, of course, physically gorgeous. Yes. It looks beautiful uh interesting characters i mean is it similar to some other stuff yeah but i I
0: can see a few other games influences in there but once again and
1: here's the thing though we are at an age where it's really hard to come up with a completely new ip
0: I mean, I can be honest, there is nothing, I mean, yeah, you'll probably get something new here and there under the sun, but it's, it's been done to some capacity. Mm-hmm. It's just how you handle the content that's important now. And this looks very interesting and it's done by Bioware and like I said, mm-hmm. that's, that's something you're <laughs> obviously a fan of. So yeah. I don't even have to worry about having any interest in this game because it will be on our shelf.
1: Exactly. Um, and, and wrapping up my love of EA uh, for this pref conference is um, a way out I actually thought this game looked really cool. Um, it's an EA original. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like more opportunities to have two player co-op. Yeah. Now this can be online or offline, uh, two player split screen and it's it's really neat it has two characters and one's just coming into the prison one's already in prison and it's really neat the they kind of there were some demos and kind of showed you some examples of how to get through some of the levels and and really showed off how the co-op works and this game is to be played in co-op the entire game so Interesting. Th- this isn't something... You know sometimes you have games where they jump in and jump out? Yeah. It's the whole game has to be played in co-op. So Interesting. So, I thought it was kind of cool. I'm excited. So, I'm sorry, Zinger, but we will be playing this one together. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but it, it, looks, it looks really neat in a lot of the situations. Like, there were showing parts where one character has to distract so the other character can pick up and do something else. And so, it's... It, seems like you really have to use your um your brain too to kind of solve things mm-hmm. and do stuff so i i think this one looks kind of interesting
0: all right awesome um do you want you want me to go for one now
1: yeah of course
0: so this is a game i i'll, I'll admit i didn't play really that much but i've been interested in the story of where it's going because it's been a long time coming the trailer for beyond good and evil 2. yes
1: i saw it, it was great
0: It was not something I was expecting per se, and and it it looks like something interesting. Like like I said, it's a game that I've always been interested in, especially Mm -hmm. since that it's been
1: fifteen years. I think
0: it's been some obscene amount of time in in the the coming. So Mm -hmm. so definitely was a cool trailer to get everyone excited for that. Everything I thought was very funny and very well done in that regard.
1: Yeah, I liked the humor in it. It seemed really fun.
0: But to jump now to another game that we did mention and I don't I don't know why and I'm I apologize to Brett. I'm sorry. I don't know why this didn't click when you said it. But uh Lord of the Ring's Shadow War. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I don't me too. I don't know why he said it and he said he was very excited <laughs> was about it. And, and for like, some reason hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know if I was looking at notes or just what it did not click for me to talk yeah. about it then. So apologies to you, Brett. I, I'm I'm sorry. Yes. But I'm very interested in this. I enjoyed the first one. I think it's interesting that they're. It looks like they're adding humor and stuff like that to it and making Mm -hmm. it a. And as as he said, they're making they're they're giving it a color palette, Mm -hmm. and making building on a mythos that that a lot of us are already used to. So I'm I'm excited to go back there, and do some people say that it's you know a a clone of the the dark knight or the arkham games yeah it is but at the same time it's the the sword play it's the arkham games made fluid combat so easy to do and Mm -hmm. that's the thing with this one it's i I hope they can continue to build on that fluid combat and the nemesis system was something i had so much fun with with the first one so i'm excited that a lot i'm excited to see where it goes because i'll tell you this right now i get irritated being killed by just some random person but when it's a person that gets that kills me that then gets to move up through the ranks and then I have to try to hunt down again and has more guards and then has, like, I, I actually have a personal vendetta against this person. They become my nemesis.
1: Well, what it should. There you go. <laughs> um,
0: another one I'm going to mention that we did not mention during the Xbox One. Um, sea of Thieves.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, rare. And... Um, He's doing this. This is supposed to be an Xbox. Well, this is an Xbox exclusive. Sorry. Right. And I don't know if it's my time playing Black Flag. This seems interesting to me. Yeah, it does. And I I think a good pirates game is something that would be a lot of fun. I like said I thoroughly enjoyed Black Flag. Kind of sailing around in the sea, and that is a game I could. I I want to say I probably put uh, probably. uh, Let's just say I put forty hours into that probably half that was just kind of just screwing around on the ocean Mm -hmm. just kind of sailing around so right this this game looks like it's definitely going to be right up that alley again so i'm excited to see that and especially excited to see it as an exclusive as an you know an excuse to buy certain games for my xbox
1: right well and and jumping on that um fractured butthole finally gets a release date south
0: park (laughs) south park a fractured (laughs) butthole.
1: i love the name of those It's awesome. October 17th. So, Mm -hmm. it's cool to see that's finally coming out. Um,
0: The first game was...
1: I'm sorry. It was amazing. It was genius. Like, it, it
0: was, and it did. It did. They did such a great job with it.
1: <laughs> so it's really cool to finally see this one coming out. Um, and offer, and um, as I have mentioned in other episodes before, I'm a I'm a cell phone game nerd as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are releasing uh, South Park Phone Destroyer, so they are doing a mobile one as well. Ugh. <laughs> Come on. Sometimes when you're bored at work, you got to have something else to do. So um, so it's really cool to see that they're finally going to be doing something for that. Um, and I kind of wanted to give Bethesda a little love. Okay. If you don't mind. Go for it. Um, you know, they had a lot of stuff that was mentioned that were sequels. You know, it, a lot of these companies, of course, were sequel, sequels, sequels. But two. Uh, and both of these games are supposed to be released this year, so it's stuff that you don't have to wait till 18 for. But Evil Within 2, interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I, I saw the trailer. I never really messed around with the first one very much. I'm not sure if you you did. No. no. Okay. Uh, it is released Friday the 13th in October uh-huh. this year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which I oh wait, was Friday cute. The
0: 13th. Oh man, guess yeah. we gotta do something special for Friday the 13th. Know.
1: Uh, and uh, the uh, Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, looked really cool.
0: Apparently, I think I don't know if this is 100 percent confirmed or not, but they're supposed to be putting out an exclusive PlayStation mm. as well. That's like supposed to be, I think, a red version of the system. Oh, don't 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 quote me on that. Kind of, I, I think that I got that third fourth hand from uh, somebody okay. mentioned that, that well, they cool, thought they saw cool something if on it. cool, They are, so. uh,
1: but this game does look really cool. I liked the trailer. That has some, you know, some tough moments, some comic relief moments. I like the way the main character kind of, you know, interacts with a lot of the people Mm -hmm. throughout the game. So, Wolfenstein's a cool franchise, anyway. Uh, So this one looks really neat.
0: All right, cool. Mm -hmm. So before we move into our final thoughts, there's a few things I kind of, I mean, between me and Ellie discussing stuff, there's a few things that we didn't see much of. Or announcements that either kind of happened under the radar or that we think are coming up, which for some reason weren't mentioned at E3. Which, e- e- E3 is a big event, but the thing is...
1: It's only June.
0: Well, that's 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 one thing, but the yeah. other thing is, think about it. Some of your announcements could get brushed under the table or completely like overlooked
4: mm-hmm. during
0: this time. Point being, Nintendo releasing some stuff earlier is was a big you know, thing because it got more attention on it during that time where some of that information could have been overlooked. Um, so for me, I'm going to say Destiny 2 I know was there. I know that they showed some stuff, but I know they have an event coming up very soon. Bungie does. So I'm sure that there will be some right. more stuff released from there that, that would probably get more attention. Um, another thing is there's a possible remake of the L.A. Noir games.
1: I'd be excited about
0: that that would be coming out this summer, so uh, possibly this summer is the rumor, so we'll we'll see what happens with that um Another thing that I kind of wanted to mention real quick was stuff like Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy mm-hmm. the Final Fantasy Seven remake were stuff that we saw kind of bits and pieces of, but nothing really solid, so possible stuff later on with that. so who knows i I just wanted to kind of mention that there's stuff that we saw things on but not really too in-depth. As for a final thing, this wasn't really even shown at E3. There was some leaked footage from, or leaked images from Visceral's Star Wars game, Mm -hmm. which is supposed to take place in between A New Hope and Empire. And it looks interesting. The image showed a Star Destroyer in low orbit, which if you've listened to other episodes of this podcast you know that that's something i really enjoy when they're you know in lower but it was multiple there was there was one you can definitely see and it looks like there's a second one a little bit in in higher atmosphere but still in the planet's atmosphere above and this is th- this game looks interesting and i, I know there's some stuff but i don't want to talk too much on that cause i feel like we could get more out of it as time goes on i just wanted to say that that was a really cool announce uh, well really cool leak slash announcement from visceral, so I'm, I'm very interested to see where that goes because that could definitely piggyback very well off of the success of Battlefront to make a completely possibly single-player focused game. Final thoughts, real quick, just a real quick final thoughts moment. From I know that we did each individual console, but now let's let's have our final thoughts where we're able to sort of wrap everything. Even though our our Sony one kind of we, we kind of. Lumped everything into that one a little bit.
1: Well, some people
0: more than others.
1: Well, personally. I was gonna say, um, if I do final thoughts uh, of stuff that I'm most excited about, it's gonna up,
0: be it's gonna be the Sony stuff.
1: Uh, Spider Man. Yes. The Horizon Zero Dawn, Frozen Wilds, Last of Us Two, and which
0: we didn't see much from that.
1: Not much from that, but like I said, I think. Some of the like Rockstar also, um, they, they don't usually make a big appearance at E3, mm-hmm. so that's probably why we didn't see really Red Dead Redemption 2. You know, yeah. so it's certain pl- people still don't really go to that. Uh, so I'm sure we'll see stuff somewhere, mm-hmm. like you said. Um, Days Gone, very excited about, and I, I think the, the trail one of the trailers that took it was uh, Crackdown 3 with Terry
4: Crews. <laughs> yeah, I
1: love Terry Crews. But, uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but, yeah, overall, most of the stuff I'm looking forward to is coming from Sony. So,
0: um, For me, fighting games, I'm excited about the Dragon Ball Z fighter mm-hmm. and, of course, uh, Marvel vs. Yeah, Capcom Infinite. I'm very excited about both of those, and they're coming out kind of on separate ends of the year from each other, so mm-hmm. that's something I'm interested in, in, in that whole dynamic. Um, another thing that we haven't really mentioned... I'm just going to say it now. Call of Duty, going back to World War II, is something I know a lot of people are excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm definitely interested to see where they take this because I would definitely like to get into a Call of Duty game again, possibly. And going back to World War II would be an interesting thing, especially since it looks like they're doing trying to give a fresh take to it. Um, as for my final thing, uh, God of War, right. <laughs> hands down for me is one of the things I'm most excited about uh i i i just i I don't know where where this whole storyline's going like it's got me completely kind of scratching my head on where i mean i know it's Norse mythology but what's what's going on why does he have a kid you know all these questions i've got and of course nintendo stuff was really cool to see i i want to kind of give a quick shout out to that again that the nintendo i think had a good showing even though their stuff was I don't want to say less in comparison. They just they utilized a very short amount of time to show a lot of stuff. Right. So definitely if if there are people out there who want to get switches, they are becoming a lot more available I know now and it's definitely something right and now.
1: A lot more titles coming out. Right though. now. Yeah. If
0: you want to get one for the holiday season, maybe buy it now. Yeah. Just do saying. Don't
1: wait till October or November. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just saying. Might be a good idea. Um as for Xbox announcement of the console, I've already said my piece on that so overall like i said a very interesting e3 definitely Mm -hmm. some companies have their sights set on a distant future other ones have set on the here and now so it's just we'll we'll see what happens and
1: looking forward to what might be announced over the summer and early Mm -hmm. early fall so
0: so yep definitely um something to be excited about but let's um let's wrap up this episode real quick I got a few quick announcements to make. Once again, check me out on the star Wars junk podcast. I'm uh, like I said, I'm, I'm now officially a host on that as well. So, so those, I, I believe they're going to be coming out on Thursdays, but I will tweet out links to all the episodes and everything so definitely give give that a listen uh, i greatly appreciate that but I, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun doing doing those records too on that note we got a quick announcement about read this i apologize read this for june is going to be coming out but it might be coming out july 1st and there is a reason behind that we are still doing umbrella academy but we found out that phil rude is a is very interested in discussing that with us and for timing reasons we had to push it back a day so i, I would do the best i can to get it out on friday but it might come out very early saturday so ap- apologies to that but we are going to be doing it ellie is very excited about doing umbrella mm-hmm. academy it's something that she is this this is 100 percent in ellie ellie recommendation and she just basically said we're we're, we're doing this and there was no discussion on my That's end right <laughs> so 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 we are excited to have phil phil rude on to to discuss it with us so definitely check that out uh so that's that's all for announcements right now we we've got a lot of stuff in in july and august for you guys definitely keep an eye out for the numbering of the episodes because there might be a possible hint at some content coming up mm. really soon possibly the answer to everything
4: oh so,
0: yeah. so so definitely keep an eye out for that and um Let's go for our little rundown on the best ways to find information. I mean, the best ways to find us. Yes. So if you want to listen to us, you can find us on basically, we're on the majority of podcasts, things, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, stuff like that. But if you are on iTunes, what do you need to do, Ellie?
1: Give us a five-star review.
0: We'll read it on here. and we greatly appreciate that. That helps out our podcast a lot. Um, you can also go to our Facebook group and like us on there. We would greatly appreciate mm-hmm. that. Uh, you can go to Twitter.
1: At Zing This.
0: You can also go to Instagram.
1: At Zing This Podcast. And we have a nice little picture collage of mm-hmm. what's going to be coming up.
0: And I'm, we're, we're also... Oh, oh, crap. We forgot to mention... We are going to be at Virginia Comic-Con on July Yay, 8th.
1: I'm excited.
0: Uh we don't have a table or anything, but no. trust the, trust the, we, we, we have will be shirts. Out. We we have shirts. So if you if you want to come to the Virginia Comic-Con, it is on July 8th. Well, it's it's all weekend, but we will be there on July 8th. Yeah,
1: we'll be on there on Saturday.
0: We'll be there on Saturday, so definitely come um come if, if you us
1: down and say hi
0: yeah we'd we love to to say hi and talk to some of the fans if anyone's going to be there we'll, we'll love to talk comics so sorry i just wanted to because i was going to say i'm going to be posting some stuff when we're at that on instagram and i just realized oh wait we have to tell people we're going to be <sighs> at that so definitely check that out if you want to see us playing any games you can go to
1: twitch.tv slash this
0: if you want to contribute to the podcast
1: Go to www.patreon.com slash Zingness. If
0: you want to check out some YouTube content, which we're working on some other stuff for that right now, but it is up to date with the podcast. Yay. You can go search Zingness. And finally, if you want to get in touch with us directly, you can email us at
1: Zingness at gmail.com.
0: And finally, before I you know, give the final shout outs, if um, everyone's information who helped us out with this podcast will be in the description so if you want to check out any of their content definitely go there i -hmm. I would greatly appreciate it the information also for the star wars junk podcast will also be in the description so definitely check that out and as always our sound our sound guy is aaron so
1: aaron
0: so definitely check out his information and finally dj golden boy
1: 89 play us out